When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. It's Memorial Day weekend, and and who's working? Who's keeping you company? Who is live on the radio? Who? Who? We are. Why? We're masochists. I'm Don. That's Tom. Masochists of America. It's a new club we just joined. We're working all the time. Why do we work all the time? Because we believe you need the help. We don't just believe it. Trust me, we know it. <laughs> we know it. And you're going to find out how well we know it in today's exciting live Memorial Day episode to which you can call or into which you can call or with which you can participate at 855-935-8255. 855-935-TALK. Now, to begin today's festivities, I want to ask you a question. All of you who are out driving in your cars, frantically driving somewhere and probably doing it really, really badly because I was out driving today to take the dog to the vet and people are out driving really, really badly, particularly you tourists who have come to Orlando to see that Disney thing that you come to see. You guys are nuts, really. Slow down, pay attention. Or don't slow down that much and pay attention. Uh, because they just slow down to three miles an hour. It's like, it's Disney World over there? No, that don't look like no Disney World. Maybe Disney World's over there? No, that don't look like no... Hey, Martha, is that Disney World? <laughs> anyway, so, uh, well, anyway, what was I going to say? How many of you think you are God's gift to investing? How many think you are way above average when it comes to investing? How many of you think you're more intelligent about uh, than than most other people, and when it comes to money, you're way more intelligent. I bet it's a lot of you. Is it you, Tom? No, it's not me. I'm one of. The, by the way, it, it, did, it didn't it used to be above average uh, intelligence, above average drivers, and above average lovers. I think those were the three areas. But yeah. you know, I don't do I've well got, in any of them. I was going to say I've, um, I, I'm zero for three. <laughs> That's bad. No, the intelligence so, I got, I got that. Yeah, you are. That's I true. That. Uh, the thing is about this, and I treasure my conversations with so many of you. Truly, truly, I do. Tom it's been talks to you enriching. guys all the time. I, I love it. I love it. I really do. And I've had some great ones. But this week, I, I worry when I hear these conversations <laughs> because we all believe that we're just that much smarter than the other guy, and we're going to do something that's going to make me that much more and in this case it was taking basically my entire uh, wealth which is all in individual retirement accounts and putting it in cds that are making about four percent now that feels good for a while right it does because i'm making four percent i don't care what's going on in the world i don't the debt ceiling and the rest of it doesn't really matter to me i'm getting that four percent pretty regularly but the argument on the other side was well that's because i'm smarter than everybody and this will support a 4% a year withdrawal, which 
It really won't over the long. You need to have growth above the 4% to continue to take that out. Part of the 4% rule that people tend to forget about. There's a sec, there's a, there's a second factor in the 4% rule. It's 4% each year plus inflation. Ah, which the 4% on the CDs does not include. Correct. Does not include yeah. that. And I know that it's 15 years, 15 years um, cash has been trash, right? And now you can make money on these things. So there's a lot of excitement around the fact that I'm moving my money over here and I'm being smarter than other people. And you're really being a market timer, believing you're smarter than other people, making moves that uh, that make you look genius for the moment. We'll have a question here in a little bit that uh, takes up this topic again around CDs versus fixed income or bonds. But I don't think you should be making any timing moves ever. I don't think you should count on any CD rate longer than maybe five years that uh, of this sort of amount, because this could change so very quickly. Well, and the other, the fact, the other factor is you don't know in advance when rates are going to go down. That's why we say if you're going to use CDs, you, you must ladder them and then you must keep the discipline, but you must never play with the market because if you play with the market, it will someday bite you. It will bite you hard, and it really hurts when your money goes away. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. It's Talking Real Money live on Memorial Day weekend. If you're listening to it on Tuesday after Memorial Day weekend, it's Talking Real Money not live. It's Talking Real Money, the podcast, because magically it becomes a podcast on Tuesday this week because of the holiday. I'm taking Monday off. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. We are here taking calls from you, nice people who listen to us, who we appreciate a great deal. I'm Don. Tom's over there. We're talking about people now suddenly, oh, great, I'm getting a lot of money at the bank, so let me, instead of investing in the stock market, which can be scary, let me move my money into CDs, which is less scary. Is that a good thing or a bad thing, Tom? I think for some of your money, that's always an okay thing, and that should be for the cash portion. And there could be a small argument as to today as to whether to put some of that money in CDs and some in bond funds. You can make an argument there, but you should still be exposed if you want growth in your overall portfolio. If this is a retirement portfolio, you're going to want it to grow so you can take the money out. You're still going to want exposure to stocks. That doesn't mean that we have some love affair with the stock markets. Simply means that's been the place, the best place over the long haul to get growth in your, of your money. 
at a reasonable rate. So that's how I think you should look at it and then use a total return strategy to pull that money out as we show you in our classes, et cetera. And don't buy into people that tell you, well, we have a secret income trick that involves a product that will take oh, care of you with no oh, fees. Give Come me on. a chance to take that guy down today. Oh, man, do I want to go after him. He's holding me back, ladies and gentlemen. Please let me go. Please let me <laughs> go after this enough. insurance guy. I want to take him down, please. Anyway, um, and you know, there's a funny thing about stocks and, and why they grow. Because in aggregate, in mass, you, you, you kind of take all the stocks in the whole wide world and you put them together in one big lump. And you know what it looks exactly like? The global economy. It looks exactly like the global economy, which, at least since the dawn of civilization, which is like six or 8,000 years ago, has been growing pretty darn steadily globally. So uh, the bet is good. The bet, long term, the bet has has been good. good. Has been good. Which makes the bet, if it has been that good for that long, that's a a lot of data points. Uh, 8,000 years of, of data points, points. Um, a lot of data points. So uh, we, we just believe you need to be diversified. Quit trying all or none strategies. They're foolish. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. And see, look at that. Uh, where did it go? Oh, Kent is on the phone. I was on the wrong thing. Hi, Kent. It's Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, guys. Thanks for being here on a holiday weekend like this. Our pleasure. Um, Literally. I just had a quick question for you that uh, my wife, through a couple of successive inheritances, has ended up with an Edward Jones brokerage account that um, she inherited it from her mother and her mother inherited it from uh, from her brother. Uh, there's only about $20,000 or so in it, but just about everything else that we have except our 401ks are, uh, are in IRAs and brokerage accounts at, at Vanguard. And I was just wondering, should since the commission has already been paid on these um, accounts or on the funds that uh, they're at the Edward Jones, should we just leave it there or would we be better off just to go, go ahead and consolidate it into our regular accounts? You would not be better off to leave it there because even though the commission has been paid, I am very confident, and I do mean very confident. I mean the numbers are like 90% confident that the mutual funds you have in that account are dramatically more expensive than the ones at Vanguard, dramatically on an annual basis. That's enough reason to move right there. Yeah, they are the uh, – okay, yeah, the expense ratios for – for for the ones that are in here, and there's about a half a dozen that's uh, that's in this account, and they generally run about uh, 0.55 to 0.6 percent a year. Yeah, wouldn't you rather pay 0.1 or 0.05 a year? Well, I and I guess this kind of brings me to a second question: is what is the best way to uh, or to to do this? Would I have to sell, or would she sell these and then? Uh, buy the uh, uh, Vanguard funds, or, or how does that work? And these are not in a in an IRA. These are just a regular account, right? Yeah, yeah, just a regular brokerage account. Yeah, I mean, so one thing you're going to want to know is what the tax consequence would be of selling those. Yeah, but so, who, because it's still well, it's a stepped up basis. Out of twenty thousand. Yeah, how long ago did your wife receive the inheritance? Uh, about three years ago. Yeah, you shouldn't have any. You huge, shouldn't have a big I mean, capital gain. Big tax. There might be I a mean, little I mean, one, but. 
So, yeah, Vanguard would likely move the money over what they call in-kind, and then at that point you could dismantle the portfolio yep. and making sure you're not paying, you know, you could match winners against losers and get into it. But I would do it and for a couple of reasons. You already mentioned, Kent, the fact that, well, we have most of our money at Vanguard. We've got this other little thing hanging out somewhere else. Move it all over there. It's easier to have one custodian. Number two, Don correctly points out the difference in fees is astounding, and part three is... Remember, the work at Vanguard, for the most part, the stuff that we want you to use is passive or index. The oh, other stuff I forgot is, to mention uh, that. <laughs> going to be somebody there oh. that's telling you, here's why you need to own Microsoft instead of NVIDIA. So, I mean, these are big decisions that they try to make that they have no more knowledge about, Kent, than you do. So I would be making that move, and I would do it as soon as I woke up on Tuesday morning. Yep. Just, just uh, And as a matter of fact... Uh, Kent, you can do it online even. Okay, would would the step be to go to Vanguard first and then or okay. Yep. Yeah. You mm-hmm. give them, you give Vanguard the account information and you can even do it on their website. You give them the account number, all the information on the existing account. They will then instead of your wife needing to get in touch with the very nice Edward Jones broker and I'm sure he's wonderful or she's wonderful, uh instead of having to do that, which is very difficult for people, Vanguard does it for you, and it reduces the pain dramatically. Make sense? Okay. Well, that's uh, I kind of knew that's what I needed to do, but I just <laughs> just wanted One to, confirmation. Uh, to get yep. somebody else's opinion on it before we took the lead. I'm glad you called and checked. Well, thanks so much, guys. Have a great Memorial Day Thank weekend. You. Have a great day. Take care, sir. Appreciate, yeah, appreciate eight, the call. 855-935-TALK. That's our number. And people think it, I can never do it, right? I can't leave my broker. Because they're my friend, right. because they like part of the family, et cetera. You've been the one who correctly said for a very long period of time, this should be a business relationship. Now, I have clients that I, it's more than a business relationship, but it is a business at the end of the day. It is because it has to be right. We're, we're providing a service. We're, we're doing the planning. We're building portfolios, doing all the rest of that stuff. So it should be a business decision. Therefore. The question always comes down to this. How much money? Are you willing to just how much money are you willing to give up to your broker, your very nice broker? Let's say you have $100,000 and you're going to put it in a mutual fund with your very nice broker. Let's say the $100,000 is not an an issue. It's not an issue right now. You just uh, your your very nice broker says, please hand me $5,000. Are you comfortable handing that broker for the friendship $5,000? If you are, then go ahead and work with the broker, even though the product's not better, probably. But if you're not, if you go, why would I give him $5,000? Then why would you have a relationship in which you give him $5,000 in commission? 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Why do we talk about money? Real money, because, well, darn it, it's really important. I I mean, it really is. Of all the topics discussed on the radio or on podcasts, 
can you think of one that is truly more important? I mean, you know, sometimes it used to be back in the old days fun to talk about politics. It's not anymore. Please don't. It's not. I can't. I get in trouble all the time. It used to be kind of fun. We could all have our political differences, and nobody got all mad. But Can't everybody do it gets now. all mad. So uh, yeah. money, though, money is so important. It's so crucial. It's so critical. So give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. You can also send questions to us at TalkingRealMoney.com. And we, uh, we, I usually answer, well, I answer the, the, the spoken ones on the Friday podcast. And yeah, then the written ones great. we sneak in on shows like this and other podcasts. And Tom just happens to have one of them sitting right there that fits this yeah. hour's topic. I can't even believe it. it comes from Sarah in beautiful Cave Creek, Arizona, where I just was, uh, what, a month and a half ago. Uh, the question is, and this is a good question, actually. Not that the other ones aren't good, but this is really timely. <laughs> Certificate of deposit versus BND, the Vanguard Total Bond Index. Which would be better or a better gain, she writes, if you invested $10,000 in a 10-year CD at 5% versus... The Vanguard Total Bond Index over question. 10 years. That's a great question. 10 years, you're getting 5% guaranteed. Nope. 10 years in the bond index. You're not. Ah, that was my first question. Yeah, yeah. Can you do that? Guess uh-huh. what? Guess what? I can't find a single bank in America that is offering a 10-year CD. And I wonder why. If they hmm. were, because I've found a 7-year CD. I did find a 7, finally. Now, remember, the one-year CDs are right around 5%, 4.5%, somewhere in that range. Two-year CDs, 4.5%, When you get yep. out to five-year CDs, they're down the highest end is 45 and they're way below that in most cases. The is seven this what they year, call the inverted yield yeah, curve? Like yeah, that's what's interesting. Yeah, yeah. The seven-year like is 4%. So wow. that means if there was a 10-year, we can extrapolate that out and come up with probably at the high end 3.5% because of that inverted yield curve. Nobody wants to lock in a guaranteed rate for 10 years right now because there is always the possibility that rates could fall. That's the beauty of a bond fund. When rates are rising or just after they have risen, the yield of the bond fund goes up. Right now, BND is paying 4.1% SEC yield. Yeah, exactly. So, and by the way, over the long haul, over the long haul, um, I would probably prefer to be in the bond index, number one, for liquidity, even though, as Don correctly points out, you could do a ladder. That would give you some liquidity. Number two, over the long haul, bonds have made a little bit more than CDs. I think bonds long-term... Long term, you're right. Aggregate bond, like 5% or something like that is probably closer. Um, And you can get it so cheap. It's operated so very, very well by Vanguard, BND, as you mentioned. So if it was my money, I would still be using the Vanguard Total Bond Index. Again, we mentioned at the top of the program, you could take a little bit of your money and throw it at a couple of CDs today. That wouldn't be horrible, but I wouldn't count on them, certainly for... Anything longer than five years? Absolutely not. Ten years? That's who knows what's going to look like in ten years. And the good news is the banks won't even let you look at ten years. So it's a moot point. They won't give you a ten-year CD. 
Because they're smart. Because, <laughs> well, they they don't want to mm-hmm. take that kind of risk, that they're going to yeah, be stuck exactly. paying a, a 4 even a 3.5% rate for the next decade. If uh, if we, we fall into a recession or something, rates are going to go right back or are likely to go right back down. So we don't know what the future is going to bring. That's why we suggest bond funds, because they take the guesswork out of it. When rates go up, the new bonds coming into the portfolio yield more. When rates go down, the older bonds keep the rate up. So it's a nice balancing act. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. We are live on a Saturday, Memorial Day Tom weekend, give us a call. We're talking real money. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hi there, folks. Welcome to the live edition of Talking Real Money on a Saturday, Memorial Day weekend on the radio in the Seattle metropolitan area on Northwest News Radio, becoming a podcast on the Tuesday after Memorial Day when we will not be live. We will be a podcast, and that is not live. But we are live today. And uh, it is Memorial Day weekend, and... uh, and we're here to try to you know, help you deal with money better and to save you from people who are, mm, we believe, doing you such a horrible disservice, such a horrible disservice. And a lot of those people like us, and yes, we buy time on the radio. It's the only way to get on. That's It's the only way. They're not going to pay way, just, just not to gonna pay it, us. Just, just to finish that thought, just yeah, to make yeah, things yeah, clear. Yes. Each of us. Mm-hmm. We're actually paid to be on broadcast yes, media. Yes, yes. So Back there is a difference because there, everybody else, no offense to everybody else, yeah. all the rest of the financial guys, other guys yeah, <laughs> that say I'm a PBS host, hmm, I was actually a PBS host that got paid to be one. I didn't pay to be on there, and you didn't pay to be on BRN. That's a, no. There is a distinction there. People ought to know that just for the make the yeah. record clear. But That's these different. days, these days there yeah. are, I, I don't, gee, Except for Dave Ramsey, which has a sort of a no. Well, um, Jill, yeah, Jill, okay. Jill on money. Jill, yeah, there are a few people who get paid to do yeah, to do shows, yeah. but they're Jill few does. and far Not between. Many. I mean, Not I got many. fired from BRN uh, in nineteen ninety three. Dave Ramsey, yeah, he. I don't yeah. think he gets paid anymore, but he did. It, I mean, now he's got all the network, et yeah. cetera. But but, but I I, I got fired from BRN to be replaced with a paid program. <laughs> Which was wasn't it a helpful hint with Hello? No, 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 no. That was on another. That was later. That was oh, later oh, on, on another iteration of. Oh, that I, was I didn't on, mean to poke him more. It's Business News okay. Radio Network or something. It was All another right, iteration. Okay. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. Reason. This one was sure by was a, a, a a guy who was selling product out of Kansas City, and and it was funny because eighty nine of the ninety stations that carried my show followed me to my independent broadcast that I, I did one at of the Disney stations. World. You followed me. I had one of the stations. Yeah, I did. Uh, but anyway, Tom was driving into work, <laughs> listening to the radio as he is wont to do. He's a radio yeah. guy. And he was listening to another station in the Seattle metro area that does talk on the weekends and does paid talk on the weekends. Um, yep. And so you know that if you hear a money show on the radio, it's pretty much it's likely to be paid talk. I mean, Edelman, this show used to be paid talk. Paid talk. Yep. Yep. Uh, but there's a guy, the money professor. I'm going to just tell you who he is. The money professor. He's on the radio, so he's he's fair game. He's a public figure. The money professor. What did he say, Tom? Tell me what the money professor said 
that you heard on the radio? I know this is hearsay, it won't hold up in a court of law, but what did he say? Well, there's a couple of things that I strenuously objected to. He said many things. Well, but give me some but of one, them. Well, okay, well, one was um, th- these were questions from people that wrote into the money professor uh-huh. and asked him. Yeah. And one question was, my advisor charges 1% a year, put me in, wants to put me in stock and bond funds. What do you think? And the oh, money professor us, said, oh, it might be. I would never use bond funds. With rates going up now, bonds are a horrible place to de- be. But I've got an idea for you, one better, the bond replacement strategy. And he then launched into, he, the money professor, launched into the fact that you can own the bond replacement strategy, equity index annuities, and pay no fees. This is absolutely no. Don't pay those ridiculous fees because you pay no fees with equity index annuities. I feel my head about to explode. Wait, do you still have the pain meds there? Because you might want to take a couple of those right now. Oh, my God. Okay, that, ladies and gentlemen, if you heard his show, that is the big lie. And by the way, he claims he gives you fair and honest advice. Well, it, honest, no. I, as a matter of fact, I can absolutely say he does not give you honest advice. Now, does he charge you a fee? You see, this is splitting hairs. Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't directly charge you a fee. But let me tell you, Mr. Money Professor gets one huge hunk of change when you buy one of those indexed annuities from him. If anyone could actually call him, which you can't do because he couldn't take the question, but Mr. Money Professor, Chris, I invite you to come on this station, which has a bigger audience than the one you're on. I invite you to come on this station and tell me how you get paid when you sell someone. No fees. No, no, no. No, I didn't ask about the fees. I said, Ah. Chris, how do you get paid? How do you get paid? How much money do you make on this annuity? Well, it doesn't matter. The insurance company pays me. Ah, ah, ah. Where does the money come from? Really, when it comes right down to it, whose money is it? Is it the insurance company's money? No, Mm. it came from the client. And, And if he didn't answer that one, if he obfuscated, which he would, I would say, hey, Chris, what's the surrender fee on the indexed annuity? Oh, well, that's just to keep people invest. No, Chris, what is the surrender fee? My guess is somewhere around 8 to 10%. And that, my friends, is probably about how much he made selling those products. Tom and Don are talking real money. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And we don't just cover investing on Talking Real Money. We cover anything money. We want to talk about all those things that impact your financial life, even the day-to-day stuff, the more mundane. For example, I'll give you an example, Tom. I'll give you a little example. Yeah, please. Uh, the, some people may know we now have the old dog, Rory, and the puppy, Raleigh. Rory and Raleigh. Uh, the, the old dog went to the vet today, but that's neither here nor there. Well, it is part of the story. It's the reason why we did this. But the puppy, the puppy has dug her way through the dog bed that the two of them occasionally share, the big dog bed. So it's got a gaping hole. And so, and it's a Kirkland dog bed from Costco. Oh. 
Yeah. So we went to buy another one. That one's no longer available, but they have a really nice one. It was very inexpensive. It was like 80 bucks for this really nice dog bed. So I was ordering the dog bed. I ordered the dog bed, and this thing came up on the screen that said, get an extra $20 off a Southwest gift card. Now, I thought, you never see, like, gift cards for an airline marked way down. So you can get a $500 Southwest Airlines gift card that never expires, that's just like cash. So it's like getting a it's like getting a discount on cash for four hundred and thirty dollars, which I think is great. My only argument, as we had off the air briefly, is that airline tickets are so variable. But it it's doesn't just matter. Hard to know if that's, it's the same as you'll cash. still be getting the discount. Yeah, okay. You'll yeah. still be getting the discount. You're still buying five hundred dollars or something for four hundred. Four hundred. Okay, you're buying five hundred dollars or something for four hundred thirty dollars. And I can go do that right now. It's right only now, two days. It's only okay, two days. Which sign I in. just I bought two of them. I'm just oh. I'm I, this this way. My wife can go to New York and see my daughter anytime she wants. Just like get on the plane. That's but that's kind of a nice thing though. Yeah. So anyway, it was yeah. really it was just kind can of. Can I cool send thing. my wife somewhere too? Is that possible? Southwest or? flies out of Seattle. <laughs> okay, that's bad. Go buy the uh, gift that, card. Go buy the gift that, card. Conversely, when it comes to consumer products, conversely, uh, conversely, yeah. I hate conversely. Yeah, I, this is, and you were the one who brought this to my attention. And it's not like it just came to my attention because it's in everybody's face all the time. But it's getting everybody's. worse by the day. You go. Yeah, it literally is. Every place you go, I, I figured out yesterday. The one place I don't get faced with this is, um, the the people that do my clothes, the dry cleaner. Yeah. That's they, the only place I think I go where they don't say, oh, by the way, do you want to? They just I was, they didn't even ask anymore. I was actually, they just give you the screen and say, I, I, I was shocked, actually. I, when I went to the vet today to pay the vet bill, they handed me one of those cool screens. And I love the little screens yep. where you can tap for your Apple Pay or tap your card or whatever it is. Um, and I thought, oh, no, it's not going to have a tip on it, is it? That's the first thing I thought. I went, they're not going to ask it's me to because, tip on the vet bill, are they? Okay, but so but they didn't. this always... Good. I'm glad. Because basically every other place you go, and I'll be honest with you, when I get those, I think, okay, they're making not a lot of money here. I got to do something. So I click on 20 or whatever it is. You, 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 social (sighs) pleaser. You you don't want people to think badly of you either. Come on, admit it. You don't want them to go, oh, God, this guy's a jerk. What a cheapo. I, on the other hand, what do I do most of the time? I don't care if it's on another screen. I swipe over there. Like, I go to, like, there's a a little chicken place where I walk to the counter and order my food and pick it up at the counter, and they hand me a thing, and the default tip is is 22%. Okay, so that does bring me, and before we've got somebody waiting, we can go to a quick call, but that does bring to a couple of things, I think, around tipping. Number one, it it really should be a merit Right. It should be merited. There should be something that happened that that says, yes, you did better than expected. I get a tip. Number two, I personally think it should always involve some sort of human interaction. If it's just a machine and you're, you know, I'm just picking up my stuff. There's no there's no human interaction there. There's no quality of service. There's no. no, I think you just say thank you, but no thank you. But Uh, I wish it wasn't always in my face. I'll try harder. I hate it. No, I just hate it. I'm going to I'm going to keep saying no. And and what I would love to see and I know I'll never see it. It's kind of like you don't want to see a simpler tax system in this country. What I would love to see is uh, just restaurants raise your prices 15 percent and pay your employees. Really? That's it. Make it simpler. Go go European. Matter of fact, the other day I was out to dinner with some friends. 
uh, and uh, it was at a, a hotel that caters to foreigners, a lot of whom don't tip well. So we had this meal. The meal was okay. The service was appalling. And I'm thinking to myself, this young lady is not going to get much in the way of a tip. It's going to be really small. And then I look and see they added 20% gratuity to a table oh. of five. And For I'm going, five people? I'm going, well, wow. that explains why the Lesson service is so learned. bad. Yeah. There's no need to worry about it. They get paid anyway. So anyway, that's my point. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. And Franco, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello, is this Tommy and Donnie? I think so. I'm not sure. Let me check my driver's license. I I, I, I don't I, have mine with I me. Could so I could be somebody know. else, uh, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 no way, no. What, what are we? What are we doing? What's the question? Hey, uh, I got a. I, yeah. I got a tip for you. Since we're talking about tips, you know, I just want to throw this out to you. Since, uh, since uh, Tom's a, a pretty good joker, uh, probably a good tip is uh, probably part your hair different. Um, you guys got a face for radio. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, Franco, you know, this has been a wonderful, wonderful way to spend our Memorial Day weekend. Spend it a Couldn't little time chatting it, yeah. with you. That is just, and and the, the hair care tips are always appreciated. I'm going to try that tomorrow. Yeah, I you how think? I look coming from that. Yeah, time. yeah. Uh, yeah. There's not that much, so it probably won't matter. My, uh, oh, speaking of which, my wife my <laughs> wife was at a, at, a, at a grand opening of a hospital ER. And they were giving swag away. They had a radio station there, which is a music station. I don't get it. It had their logo on the sleeve. And a little yeah. little thing, little little patch or a little printed thing on the over the chest that said, a face made for radio. That's what it said? It said that. And she got it for me. Wow. Which I think is funny because. Yeah, I don't know. Today's I, world, I hilarious. Know. You're, okay. you're, yeah. you're, are you actually more woke than me? <laughs> it's a good question know. and you already know the answer to that is no and don't please don't write me because then i'll get all these those two flaming libs are not a we didn't do wait a minute did we do any lib thing i i did okay let me i want to i just want to i want to set the record straight on something by the way folks <laughs> all of my friends who listen i kid around a lot about politicians i can i can kid around about any of them i'll kid around about biden i don't think he should run because he's gonna die in the white house it scares me okay are you happy now here's the thing republicans i was i'm a, i'm a nothing right now i'm a nothing i was a You're republican i couldn't yeah. stand it anymore yeah All but right. give republicans give me tim scott Give me your tires, your poor, your middle-of-the-road people yearning to be free. He's be available. I, uh, He's running. I'm, He's got I'm his not 4% a flaming of the lib. Or whatever. I'm a, con I'm a his... capitalist, please. Yeah, that's clearly not going to happen. All right. So, sorry about that. There I'm, are other I'm just, options. I, I feel better I got that off my chest now, though. We have to leave for a moment. I'm sure you're glad we are at this juncture. Please. The nice thing about doing a Memorial Day show live is apparently not as many people listen. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. We were thinking during the break, we were thinking, what should we do for you guys? 
and we came up with something. Uh, you know, we regularly offer help from our advisors that they'll help you for free for nothing. But we decided Tom next Saturday is going to set He's aside time. He's not doing, anything. He's, not doing not? anything. He's going to set aside time to meet with you. Just go to talkingrealmoney.com, click the meet and advisor button, and then down at the bottom where it says pick Saturday is the date in the morning before the show, hit hit, hit Tom. Just write Tom in there at talkingrealmoney.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?